0: Hey fellow hoteliers, and welcome to episode 229 of the Hotel Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Tomeo, and I want to welcome you to what is very likely the last episode of 2022, because today, while we're posting this, it's going to be December 27th, and we're only a few short days from the new year, which brings us to a big question. Knowing that we're starting a new year, what's going to be happening with email marketing? Is it going to be the same as it's always been, or are there some new things on the horizon? Well, we've got about five trends that we really want to highlight, and we're going to do that today on the show. So that's it. We're going to dive back into email again. It's been a while, and I think this will be a really fun episode to share some cool tips and tricks to make your emails open rates improve, and performance, and most of all, revenue. But Before we dive into the the main topic, if you want to follow along and you want to view the show notes, the articles, and everything else we're going to talk about today, go to TravelBoomMarketing.com slash podcast and click on episode 229. There you'll get links to everything that we're talking about today, and you'll be able to get information about Travel Boom and all other kinds of fun holiday stuff. So let's go ahead and jump in, but before we talk about email... We're going to bring back the news. So since I'm the only person on the podcast right now, I get to sing the jingle. And here we go. With hotel marketing, the cannot lose. Now it's time for news a I figured I'd do the traditional one since it's been quite a little bit of time. But Okay, so the only news item we have today is from Booking.com, and it's how travelers will be planning their trips in 2023. And I thought one thing that was pretty interesting is they spelled travelers with two L's, I guess, for a lusciously long leisure travel adventure. But uh, anyway, I'm glad to see other people do misspellings. I enjoy misspelling a good bit, and it's always nice to see a fellow misspelling connoisseur out there in their headline. So, yeah, if you want to check out this uh, article, go to partner.booking.com, and you'll see it. It's the November 29th how travelers will be planning their trips in 2023. Pretty interesting article. They have got a nice little infographic as well, but more or less what happened is they surveyed about 200, or sorry, 24,000 people across 32 countries and really asked them what their key focus was for traveling. A couple pretty interesting things. Obviously, everyone wants more bang for their buck is what they're saying with a lot of people l- lie, relying on either loyalty programs or traveling off season, anything they can do to really get more travel in for the limited travel budget that they have. So there's a couple of nice things in here that is definitely worth a read. But one thing that I thought was pretty interesting is one, over half of the people surveyed said they are up for visiting lesser known cities in 2023. So if you're listening uh, overseas, if you're here in the U.S. and in North America, Yeah, that's great information because I think the the cities have all been hit relatively hard and they're in the process of coming back from COVID. But those lesser known cities, they really need help. And if you have a destination that's a little bit off the beaten path, this could be good for you. So something to consider there. And then lastly, it's uh, it's interesting. They said... plan for a mix of early and last minute bookings. So I think what they're saying there is just plan for bookings, period. I'm not quite sure what to do with that one. But anyway, it's an interesting article. Check it out if you like on booking.com. If you go to partner.booking.com, you can get all the information right there. With that being said, it's now time for us to jump into the topic that we have for today, which is the top five email trends for 2023. So to set this up, Obviously 2023 is just in a couple days away. If you're listening to this the day this drops, if not, it may already be 2023 when you're hearing my voice right now. But one thing we want to hit on is the fact that email is still and will continue to be a essential part of your hotel's marketing strategy. As a rule, over 90% of businesses are already communicating with hotels via email. That's been the case forever. We don't see that changing and honestly, with a lot of the changes that we see in analytics, with attribution, with the death of different types of cookies, email may become more important than ever. So I definitely would suggest taking taking a listen to today, making some notes. And if you want to view the full article, go to TravelBoomMarketing.com slash blog slash email marketing trends. So we got five things to go over today, and I think they're all really important. The number one trend for 2023, for email, is focus more on content and messaging. This is something that hoteliers have, let's be honest, kind of screwed up lately, is just jamming special after special after special down consumer throats. And it really doesn't help anybody. Yeah, if someone's ready to book and they get that email, that might push them over the edge. But the reality is, if you keep beating them over the head with the same message of, here's a deal, here's a deal, here's a deal. You're going to find that people, one, tune out what you're having to say, and they're also going to devalue the, what you offer at your property. If you're always looking to discount, people are going to assume that you're a discount brand, and that's not necessarily what you want to do. What you should be doing is storytelling. Dive in there and explain and illustrate what makes traveling to your hotel, your destination, exciting you know, create the personas that people need to connect with your property and travel. So not only are you able to offer a great deal, but you're also able to connect and inspire that travel. Again, it's all about inspiration and and driving that that person to want to travel. You can do that through user-generated content, which is obviously always great. But one other thing that's, I think, going to become more mainstream in 2023 is interactive email content. Again, this is not something that's brand new. It's been out there for a long time with a lot of enterprise level email delivery platforms. But at this point, it's even at some of the base level platforms that you can use where you can have more interactive content in your messages, where people can swipe through content, scroll through content, you know, have a carousel showing the destination. You still can't technically have a video, but you can get really close to video quality as well as having forms on the emails. So there's a lot of different things that you can test and use to make your email stand out and make the content and the messaging just that much more effective. So that's the very first thing I say that we see coming forward 2023. The second major trend, and again, people are already doing this. You should be doing this as well, but make sure you're not wasting your time, your precious time using... You know, hand-coded emails. You should have templates. You should have your manager special. You should have your newsletter. You should have all the variety of different templates that might be needed. So you can very quickly go in, swap out photography, swap out headlines and copy links and hit deploy. We're in a reality where we are going to be short-staffed for the foreseeable future budgets are getting tighter and you may not always be able to hire everybody that you want to do your email for you. So the more efficient you make that process, the better it will be. So number two, use your email templates. It's I will, hard to call that a trend, but it's come on guys. It's 2023 at this point, you need to be using templates and emailing efficiently. With that, that's going to bring us to the third major trend. And that is personalization. Once again, we've talked about personalization so much on the podcast over the last several years, and it is more true now than ever. You have to be able to create a one-on-one relationship with your customers. And like I always say, you don't have a database of 10,000. You have 10,000 databases of one person each, and you have to communicate to them at that level. So there's really three things that you can do to help better personalize your email. The first one is audience segments. This one is really important. So we talked about, you know, the smallest segment of a database is the individual, but there are so many options that you have in between there based on content that may be valuable to them, how they visited your website, where they came from, their demographics, spending habits, website activity, there's a million different things that you can do to create very minuscule segments that you can build a incredibly personalized email tailored to that person's needs, wants, desires. You know, kind of what what makes them makes them tick. The second type of segmentation and you know, tool you can use to personalize emails is automated. We've referred to these as triggered emails all the time, but basically some type of automated workflow that's going to send messages to consumers at any given part of their journey. That might be something as simple as they sign up for an email, they get an email. That's a good example of a a little trigger. You can get a lot more advanced. So for instance, if somebody's on your email database and they visit your website, you should be able to realize that they're on the site and then trigger a message to them specifically about the page that they're on we see that work really well for hotels and actually we see it really work really well here at travel boom. So for instance, if someone were to visit the podcast page on our website, if they visited it multiple times, it's going to generate an email to them with the latest episode and it's going to start engaging them more and more because we know in our case that this person is clearly interested in the podcast. So that's another thing to make sure you have your automated workflows all set up and, it can be so much more than just your pre arrival and post day. There's a million different automations, particularly between the booking and the stay. That's when emails are open the most. And that's really when you should be optimizing and maximizing your post booking revenue so that you can make each customer work as hard as or generate as much possible revenue as you can. Then, the last thing, really from a personalization perspective regarding segments, is your send time optimization. This one is something I think a lot of people miss. They're so focused on, let's say, A-B subject line tests, which please be doing those. But also look at send times. When are your customers opening the emails? The answer may be a certain day, which in many cases we find not to be incredibly important. But depending on your, your brand, it might be. But look at the specific time as well. As a business, you might be inclined to send your emails at, say, 10 a.m. for a business consumer. However, a consumer who's looking to travel, they may optimally prefer to receive emails at 5, 6 p.m. They might like to get them at 6 a.m. in the morning because they're getting ready for work and they got a few minutes of downtime. But either way, make sure that you're optimizing for that send. One thing that I really like, uh, we use Blue Shifts very heavily here at at travel boom but one thing that we do is we optimize based on the individual users propensity to open a message so for instance the ai built within the platform will know that in my case i like to open my emails somewhere around 2 p.m knowing that when i hit send on my email to a database it doesn't send all at once it ends up sending over the course of say six hours six eight hours ten hours whatever you want it to be And it's going to trigger each of those messages to each of the individual consumers at a time that's most applicable to them. That means when they open their email, your email is at the top of the inbox and not already pushed down by, you know, dozens and dozens of other pieces of of mail. So again, that's number three. That's the big trend I think we see coming. So make sure you're personalizing those emails and using audience segmentations to, to the maximum. All right, so moving on from there, number four trend for 2023 is to optimize your emails for mobile. Again, it's 2023. This is a conversation that we've had for many, many a year. But what we know is that in most cases, it's well over 75% of smartphone users are checking email on their mobile devices almost exclusively. Business is obviously going to be different, but it there's so much email out there. It's easier for someone to use their smartphone to check their email, and they may never see that big, beautiful design that you create that is, you know, full width and crazy, massive and awesome in every way. But if you know that your users are only using mobile devices to open, make sure you're thinking about that. Keep your subject line small enough so that it shows full on a screen and you don't get the dot, dot, dots. Make sure you're using a really good pre-header. And I recommend this for everybody. But the pre-header is the piece of text that appears underneath the subject line that gives a consumer a little bit of indication of what that email is about. That is a great sales tool and it's a great lead into your messages. So at no point should an email ever go out without a pre-header. But make sure that that pre-header is also optimized for your mobile devices. Next is we do see the long-form email somewhat going away and getting replaced with small, little consumable chunks of content. An image, headline, brief piece of copy, call to action button, something along those lines. Having just a wall of text on a mobile device, it's annoying. People scroll by it, uh, T-R-D-L, T-L-D-R, too long didn't read. But make sure that you're writing the content that's going to be consumed on a mobile device. Lastly, utilize buttons and text to make sure that you have a very clear, clickable action on the site. Text links work great from a desktop perspective, but they kind of suck from a mobile perspective. Big buttons that are easy to hit with your thumb is really what you're going for there. So that's number four, optimizing emails for mobile. Number five, and I think this is probably one of the most important ones that we're going to cover today, is monitoring your email performance. Everybody looks at their email when they send to see how it's doing, but then they kind of forget about it. What I would say is pay extra attention to your email campaigns. Make sure that you're tagging them appropriately, that you have all of your proper campaign tagging so you can see what that customer is doing throughout their entire journey from the email. Moreover, so Apple's latest privacy settings, are going to seemingly inflate your open rate because it is creating another layer of, uh, I guess, opaqueness between your system and what the consumer is doing on the the email. So that means that your open rates may not necessarily be accurate. I I think you still wanna pay attention to that. That is still one of the key metrics that we look at, but understand that that might be a little bit unreliable to a certain degree. Now, what does that mean? That means you need to look at your other metrics and put a larger emphasis on those. So for instance, you want to make sure that your click-through rate is where it needs to be. You want to make sure that your unsubscribe rates are low, your bounce rates are low. And most importantly, you want to see what those users are doing on your website. Just having someone open your email does not benefit you. You're not in the business of generating clicks on emails. You're in the business of putting heads in beds. So your ultimate metric on any email has got to be booking revenue. It has got to be. I think that's one thing that, you know, we have a habit of looking at email in a vacuum and saying, Oh, look, I had a great open rate, great click through rate. I'm done. No, that you may have had great performance from those metrics, but the reality is if you don't have the bookings, that email may have been sent in vain. So, there you go. That is the five trends for 2023 for email marketing. Just kind of go over them again. Focus on your email content and messaging. Make sure that you're using templates so you can send fast. Personalize, personalize, and personalize. Like I said, you don't have a database of 10,000, you have 10,000 databases of one person each. Optimize for email. I mean, optimize emails for mobile devices and then number five. And finally monitor that email performance. Open rate is not the end all be all look at the booking value as well. So there you have it. We kind of zipped through this today. This is practically a short fuse episode, but I didn't want to quite do one of those because I thought it might go a little bit longer, but that's what we got for you today. And one thing I'll say is this is also the the last episode of the year, but we're going to be back in 2023 in just another week with plenty more episodes. We'll actually be kicking off the year with episode 230, which is pretty exciting. And hopefully we'll have a bunch of new episodes and guests and all kinds of fun stuff heading into the new year. With that being said, that is all we have for you today. Like I said, if you want to follow along with the show notes, go to travelboommarketing.com slash podcast and click on episode 229. You can also find us at uh, podcast at travelboommarketing.com. You can find us on Facebook at Travel Boom Marketing, Twitter's underscore travelboom. LinkedIn is at Travel Boom Marketing as well, and you can find me Pete DeMeo, at Pete.demeo, Pete dot P E T E D I M A I O on LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever, wherever else you might find me there. And that's it. That is the last episode. But don't worry, we're gonna be back next year with more tips and tricks to help make you the best hotel marketer you can be. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Travel boom is... Also, remember, ladies and gentlemen, the best Christmas album of all time is Twister Sisters' Twisted Christmas. Buy that, stream that, and enjoy that because there really is no Christmas without a little bit of Twisted Sister.